Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Hi there, this is Cindy Linden, and you're listening to the Cook Along Podcast. I've decided not to heat up my kitchen today, because it's kind of warm outside, but I still want a nice dinner, and I uh, have a recipe that I haven't tried yet that I'm kind of excited about, that's called Slow Cooker Butter Chicken. So that's what we're going to make today, and so you'll need a slow cooker, and what else? Uh, Just a sharp knife, probably. You'll need all the ingredients listed on the website, which is thecookalongpodcast.com. And those ingredients are two pounds of boneless, skinless chicken breasts or thighs. And I'm using a combination, actually, of those. Half of an onion, a 14-ounce can of coconut milk, a 6-ounce can of tomato paste, eight cloves of garlic, and four tablespoons of butter, a couple of tablespoons of flour, some garam masala, some paprika, some cumin, some turmeric, some cayenne, and then salt and pepper. And then I'm going to serve it probably with both basmati rice and some naan, but you could just use one or the other. The noise that you're hearing right now is me defrosting my chicken because I buy it frozen and I have to put it in the microwave to make it usable. So while that's defrosting, I am going to cut up the onion. So it's half of an onion. It says a yellow onion, but I happen to both prefer and to have on hand sweet onions. These are Walla Walla sweets, which are really wonderful sweet onions that are only in season a short time each year. I don't know if you can get them where you are, and you don't have to use a sweet onion, just any onion. And these are really large. So what am I going to do? I'm going to use, I think, well, I'm still going to use half of it because I happen to like onion. So I'm just peeling off the skin. And then I'm gonna chop it up. It says it should be minced, so I'm gonna chop it pretty small. Where I am today, in Portland, Oregon of all places, it's really hot. It's about 100 degrees outside. And maybe I'm crazy to be cooking at all, but Like I said, we gotta eat, and this is a recipe I've been wanting to try, and I can cook it without heating up my kitchen. The only trick is that I'm starting it a little bit late in the day, because it's gonna have to cook for two to three hours on high. 
And normally I usually use low and just let it cook all day, but that's not happening today. So I hope while I'm yakking at you, you're chopping your onion as fine as you can get it. That's usually what they mean when they say minced is really tiny. I don't know that that's important because I haven't made this recipe before, but I'm working on getting them kind of small. Okay. Now, I'm using a ceramic knife, by the way. I don't know if, I've, if you've heard me talk about that before, but I find it both really sharp well-balanced and for me if I use a stainless steel knife and I cut an onion it's instant tears but I feel as though the ceramic doesn't interact the same way with the onion and I don't have that issue but it depends on what kind of onion you're using because it's also about the fact that I'm using a sweet onion as opposed to a hotter one and that can make a difference as well okay and my chicken I'll bet you is almost ready and what we're gonna do with that, check it here. Uh, hmm. Well, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna break it up a little bit and I'm gonna give it the rest of its time, which is another minute and a half. What we're gonna do with the chicken when it comes out here is cube it. So just little squares of chicken. And then you're gonna wanna have your other ingredients close to hand, cause this goes together really fast. This is, takes about 15 minutes to put it together. And then it's gonna cook for a couple of hours. I hope it's gonna be done in that amount of time. I'm adding a little extra onion. So I've started doing this thing where I, I leave the little root part of the onion, instead of composting it or throwing it away, I put it in a little bit of fresh water and it starts to grow. And then I plant it in my yard and later I have actual onions from it. So I was just trimming around that and got a few extra pieces here. And now I'm putting that piece of onion in the water. Oh, I've got one ready to go here. Okay, now, the chicken. It's not completely defrosted. I don't think that matters one bit because I'm cubing it anyway. I just need it soft enough to get the knife through it. And I think for this, I'm gonna check this ceramic knife and see how that works. Oh, that's gonna be just fine. All right, I was thinking I might need to switch to a fillet knife, but this is just fine. So hopefully you have a knife that'll do this fairly easily. Just cube the chicken. It doesn't say how big the cubes should be. So just do what feels good to you. Keeping in mind that you're going to be eating this over rice. My guess is that we don't want the pieces very big. And I think I am just going to leave you to cut your meat while I do mine. And then you can come back to me when it's all cubed. All right, so the chicken is cubed, the onions are minced, and that leaves only the garlic. And I'm gonna say, let's get started on this step before we start worrying about the garlic. So we're gonna take the four tablespoons of butter. Now I tell you that this recipe says unsalted. And if you've worked with me before, you know that I don't care if it's unsalted or not, cause I, I like salt. And I know that four tablespoons is half a stick so I'm putting four tablespoons, half a stick, into a large-ish 
saucepan. And the only thing that's going to go in here is the butter, the onions, and the garlic. So you just need a pan big enough to cook that without it taking too long. And I'm turning that on now about medium high. And I'm going to, so here's what it says. It says to heat the butter in the skillet over medium heat and then saute the onion for 10 to 12 minutes or until softened and caramelized. By the way, today's recipe comes from 12 Tomatoes and it's adapted from a recipe from a book called Noshing with the Nolans. While the onions are cooking for 10 to 12 minutes, we're gonna stir them every once in a while, but meanwhile, I'm also gonna squash eight cubes of garlic. And it just says, it just says crushed. Now I have a garlic press that I like using because it means most of the garlic ends up in the dish, but you could just flatten it and then you'd have the cloves of the garlic in there and that probably would be just fine. I'm waiting for my pan to heat and while I'm doing that, I'm breaking out eight cloves of garlic. One, two, three. And the problem, of course, with garlic is all the cloves are different sizes. I'm picking kind of big ones. Okay, butter is, is melting. It's not completely melted yet. Uh, patience is not one of my strong points. I really want to put the uh, onions in right now. I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm resisting. And I am throwing away the little garlic wrappers instead, trying not to look and see if the butter's ready. Recounting the garlic, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Oh, one short. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. That's weird. Okay. And the butter is, uh, well, okay, it's melted enough. I'm not waiting anymore. So now I'm scooping the onions off the cutting board and into the butter. If you do this, remember to use the back of your knife. If you don't scoop with the sharp edge, the sharp edge will stay sharp a lot longer. Okay, onions are in the pan. I'm stirring them around because I, you know, don't have the pan very hot. This is going to take a little while, but at least it's in. And now I'm going to I'm going to smash the garlic. So to peel a garlic a clove, you smash it, and then the skin will come right off. You take the the flat side of your knife, put your garlic clove on the counter, and press down, and the garlic skin will split, and you can pull it off pretty easily. I'm definitely going to use garlic press on this, but like I said, if you don't have one, no big deal. I imagine you could mince it if you wanted to. Onions are starting to bubble a little bit while I'm peeling this garlic. Okay, stir your onions. Here I go. <laughs> I'm midway through peeling a garlic clove, but I'm feeling anxious about the onions, so I'm giving them a little stir. Back to the uh, garlic clove. Okay, peeling. Okay, now I'm gonna get the garlic press out. Because in a second, we're gonna add the garlic to the onions. Well, no, probably not a second. It's gonna take these a while to become caramelized. Softened and caramelized. So softened, usually you can tell 
because they get a little translucent. I mean, they're not solid white anymore. They have a little bit of a clear quality to it. Caramelized means they're starting to brown a little bit. So we gotta wait for a bit. It's gonna, the butter will make that happen. But that takes a little more time. So while it's doing that, I'm actually gonna continue with my garlic by pressing it and then putting it into a bowl so that I can just scoop it out of the bowl all at one time. You know, we'll find out in the long run whether that was too much garlic. I, I uh, haven't often had things that I thought had too much garlic but again, you know, feel like it's coming out of your pores for two or three days after you eat a whole lot of garlic. So you kind of have to really like garlic. Smashing some more garlic. And you know, it leaves a kind of a smashed skin inside the press. I'm just throwing all of that in because it's, you know, it says to crush the garlic. Well, that's what this is. This is definitely crushed. So I figure the part that's left in the garlic press is fair game. Okay, that's all done. The onions are still cooking. They're still clear. They're not brown yet. But let's go back and stir them again. Maybe you can hear them sizzling. Certainly you can hear your own. Huh, okay. I think they might be starting to brown a little bit. 10 to 12 minutes, it said. Well, all right. So we're going to just be patient. Smells good. Always smells so good. While those are still browning, I'm going to do a little bit of cleanup. It's good to clean as you go. It's sometimes a nuisance, but it'll save you a lot of fuss afterward. So mostly what I've got to clean up um, right now is garlic skins. You may have garlic skins and bits of onion to clean up. And I put mine in a compost bin. All right, there we go. Back to the onions. Yeah, they're definitely looking different. They're looking as though they want to turn brown very soon, which would be really good because it's getting later and later, and I won't be able to eat this for at least two hours after I put it in the machine. If yours turns brown before mine does, assuming that you smashed the garlic at the same time I did, you can go ahead and put that in. I'm not ready to do that yet, but you can go ahead and do that. And I'm, I'm getting close. I can see that they're turning brown a little bit. And... Uh, you're just going to put the garlic in and cook it for one minute. And then you're going to transfer everything in that pan to the bottom of your slow cooker. This has a lot of things I like in it, but I don't usually cook Indian food. It's not something I have uh, a lot of experience with. But this seemed really simple, and it sounded really yummy. And I have heard people talk about butter chicken which is why I noticed the recipe when I found it, because I've heard people rave about butter chicken. All right, my onions are kind of golden. I'm going to give them a little more time, but not much. Boy, they look good and smell wonderful. They're just kind of light golden brown, which isn't really caramelized. Oh, but it's going fast. Wow. Now they're starting to go really fast. Okay, so now I'm adding my garlic. That's a lot of garlic. Stir it up. And we're gonna cook it for one minute. One minute. I'll set the timer so I don't have to count. <laughs> this will only mean something to people of a certain age, but I used to um, sing to myself the, the Jeopardy song, because I knew that was one minute long. So I used to sing that to measure a minute. 
uh, I won't burden you with <laughs> that process today. <laughs> um, but if you don't know what I mean, it's a handy little trick for figuring out how long a, a moment, a minute is, and you could go look it up on uh, online, probably on YouTube. You'll find a recording of the Jeopardy wait music while everybody's coming up with their answer. This is really nice golden brown now. And the timer is about to go off, 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 and there we go. All right, pouring all that into my slow cooker. Yeah, man. Okay, with that kind of a good stuff on the base, this has to be good. It just has to be good. All right, next thing is that we put the chicken that we cut up on top of that. Just sort of pile all the chicken on top of that in the slow cooker, in case that wasn't clear. In the slow cooker, all the chicken that we cubed. And now I'm gonna wash my hands, hold on. Because I just scooped them up with my hands. You don't have to do that, but it's what I do. I kind of cook with my hands. Now we're going to season it with the garam masala. And for that, we just want one tablespoon of garam masala. And that just goes right over the chicken. So I happen to have a half a tablespoon a measure, but otherwise you could probably just eyeball it if you don't have that. Half a tablespoon of paprika. One teaspoon of cumin or cumin. I've heard people pronounce it both ways. Teaspoon cumin. Sprinkling it over the chicken. Careful about this stuff. If you get it on your clothes, it will not come off easily. That's true when you're eating it as well. Be careful what you wear to the dinner table. A teaspoon of cayenne, okay. In case anybody was wondering whether this might be spicy, the answer would be absolutely yes. All of the spices we just added, or are just now adding, are definitely hot, hot, spicy. Okay, cayenne is in. Then, salt it a little bit, this is generously. I'm gonna use a coarse sea salt I happen to prefer. Just grind it in there. You know what, I think I'm gonna leave out the, well, I'll put in a little pepper, but there's so much spice here already. I'm just shaking the shaker over it rather than do anything fancy. There's the salt, a little more salt. I'm guessing it won't be enough salt. Well, no, later. Pour in the coconut milk, this again is one can, which is 14, well, they used to be 14 ounces. This one is 13 and a half. Pour in the coconut milk. Beautiful. Really, this is beautiful. Some of the fat was on the top. I had some low-fat coconut milk. I opted not to use it because being the first time that I've used this recipe, I wasn't sure how much it affects the texture. 
if what you have on hand is low fat, go for it. Let's see, you know, you can compare your results to what you see in the picture that I'm doing. Okay. And then the last thing is the tomato paste. So it's a six ounce can of tomato paste. And I'm going to scoop that all in there. I use a rubber spatula for this because I have a nice narrow rubber spatula. But a spoon would do. Okay, and then stir it up. Mixing so that everything combines. That's what, oh, and the flour. Oh, sorry, two tablespoons. Two tablespoons of flour need to go in. Boy, I almost missed that. And that, I'm sure, would mean things were not the right consistency. So I'm gonna kind of sprinkle this so it doesn't clump up. And it goes. Okay, now we stir it all up. Be sure that the tomato paste gets all mashed in because sometimes tomato paste likes to stay in clumps. And ditto with the flour. So stir it pretty good. Okay, and then put the lid on. And as I told you earlier, I'm doing this on high, which will take two to three hours. If you're doing it early in the day and you have all day to cook it, you probably want to put it on low for five to six hours. And that's that. And I will post some pictures of this and I will probably also serve it with some basmati rice and some uh, store naan to scoop it up with. And that's the end of today's cook along, slow cooker butter chicken. Again, the website to find the uh, ingredient list and the list of tools is thecookalongpodcast.com. You can also look there for a recipe to make for dessert. Until next time, happy cooking. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. 
If you're enjoying this podcast, you can make a contribution through the supporter link on every Cook Along podcast page or go to Kofi, ko-fi.com slash the Cook Along podcast. Thanks for your support and thanks for listening.